What's good, YouTube and Nights? Welcome to uh, Lords of Longbox presents the cover price top 10 for the week ending April 25th. The age-old question, how many lords does it take to count backwards from 10 today? Boys and girls, that number is only two. I got my man, Manimal, with me. Say what's up to the good folks, Manimal. What's up, everybody? Looks like it's just the dream team tonight, TiVo and the Manimal. That's right, the old school dream team. Uh, why you guys congregate, man? I'm going to play a little music for you guys since it's, you know, Tuesday, 6 o'clock. You guys are late arriving. So just to get you a little something hyped into the mood. Welcome back, and we're right back at it like a smack addict. So we're going with the cover price top 10. We're looking at the top 10 selling books on coverprice.com, uh, sponsored by our friends over at coverprice.com. Go over to coverprice, tell them the Lord sent you, and are actually just go over to coverprice. You can sign up for a two-week free trial. If you like what you see, you can sign up for a minimum trial uh, uh, membership for $2.99. Or you can sign up for a full-blown membership of $6.99 a month to get unlimited price guide collections and trends. I can also import your CLZ database to it. 
It's a great tool. Once you have it, you don't need your CLZ and your GPA because it combines all for those into one. They overhauled the new the website. So now you have a fair market value, which a lot of people really liked. And a lot of people really liked the uh, the overall value of their collection went up in price for the most part. <laughs> the show is also sponsored by our friends at uh, <clears throat> KRS Comics. Go over to krscomics.com. Use the discount code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives, including mystery boxes, as well as the KRS pull box. You get 15% across the board if you use the L-O-T-L-B discount. And boys and girls, this dropped last week, sold out within minutes, and I'm proud to say this one drops tomorrow, okay? I'm not even showing you the Virgin, which is going to be super rare. This is Clayton Crane, War of the Bounty Hunters. This drops Ooh. on Karis Comics' website tomorrow at 12 noon, 9 Pacific. As usual, I always tell you, set your alarms, set up a Karis account so you can have it ready to go and then just check out so it doesn't. you don't have any weirdness that happens. Um, so this, Clayton Crane variants always. So you put Clayton Crane along with Boba Fett. It's going to be gold. So it's going to be cover A is $30. And I believe the cover B or the set for the um, cover A, which is there. And then the Virgin variant, which you see basically, (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't have Star Wars War the Bounty Hunters. It looks more like that. So you know this is going to be hot, man. Anything Clayton Crane does is hot. So Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, so tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p- noon, use the discount code LOTLB. You save 15% off of those. I guarantee you the Star Wars recently, the Star Wars books and KRS website recently, they've been just selling out like crazy, man. Uh, the Miles uh, Drip variant, that sold out as well. There may be some cover A's left of the Drip variant. Last week I saw there was some cover A's left. Everything else sold out. Um, the, the Drip variant Obviously, has him kind of wearing the uh, costume that he wore in the animated uh, version of the the uh, right. That's the the hoodie kind of jean yeah. jacket and shorts that he wore with the uh, Air Jordans. So let's get right to it, boys and girls. While I killed all that time, we got a hundred viewers. <laughs> so let's go right to it, boys and girls. Today there is no over under. I basically made it easy. First, I'll shout out to. Uh, underscore dollar underscore for the five dollar super chat i don't know if that's our boy dollar bin fodder or not i used i think that's dollar bin fodder um but shout out to you thanks for the five dollar super chat i uh, appreciate your supporting the lords and if you're new to the channel make sure you subscribe if you're listening to us on rewind on podcasts this show goes live every tuesday and thursdays at 6 p.m and then normally it's available the next day and on audio podcasts on itunes stitcher soundcloud and if you have a uh, something called Hey, Alexa, play Lords of the Longbox podcast on Spotify. Just wanted to do that. Kind of mess up everyone's Alexa. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it messes up my Alexa because I, tr- I practiced it for like an hour. I was like trying to get the right one. But you have to have Spotify and Alexa both running at the same time. I just said Alexa, Alexa again for all you Alexa people. I hope you didn't name your kids Alexa. That would have been awful. But let's <laughs> get right to it, boys and girls. So no over under. It's either Marvel or DC this book. This week, who's going to have more books on the top 11, Marvel or DC? Start placing your bets now. I gave you five, four, three, two. You know what? I'm going to give you a few more minutes. Uh, what can I play for you while you guys are putting your bets in? Uh, we'll give you a little um, pay that man his money, I think. You know what you guys deserve is uh, I'm just trying to kill time here. So you, guys <laughs> you know, this is like an interesting list compared to like our past list. I feel like we've had a ton of independent lists. You know what I mean? 
like yeah, it's, as it well. seems like we've been waiting for the big two to actually just right. drop their dick down and say, okay, enough of this shit. So, uh, well, you know, it, it's all tied in as well to the reemergence, if you will, of Marvel DC films and TV shows, you know, it, yeah. like for the longest time, it's really just been like Netflix stuff and, uh, Amazon prime stuff. So it's been a lot of those independent, uh, spec books, which, yeah, you know, I, I like a, I like a fair assortment. But I'm happy to see this. And there's a couple books yeah. on here that I'm there's really There's so many about. eighth printings of something is killing the children I can take. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, all right. So as always, there's always one that doesn't quite uh, make it to the top 10. We like to call that our runner-up, but it does count toward the list for the top 10. So consider this a top 11. The first one on the list, of course, still holding in there. Strange Tales, number 159, as seen in episode five and six of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Actress Julie Louis Dreyfus finally said that right. Appeared as Contessa Valentina Allegro de Fontaine. Val's first appearance is in this issue. A Strange Tales. This issue continues to move with 36 copies and at a 70 trend of 262%. Get this a CDC 9.2 sold for 2,500. Wow. wow. Uh, this and, is a, you know, that's a FOMO book because I mean, like, who's, who's a big. Contessa fan, you know, that's like, I have to have this in the personal collection. You know what I mean? I like that. I think I have this book simply because I was trying to complete my Dr. Strange run. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I never was like, you know what? I need to go get that uh, first appearance of that character Lisa Renner played in that Nick Fury movie. Right. They're starring David Hasselhoff. So there you go. First one up on the list, Boys and Girls Strange Tales, number 159. What do we got for number 10, Zach? So number 10 is also coming off of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So in the episode five of Falcon Winter Soldier, there was a blink and you miss it reference within the end credits. In one panel is a note stating, according to Thaddeus Ross, all information regarding the Enhanced Humans Act has been reported to be classified by Major Donovan of Special Unit. With Zemo heading to the raft, which is a base for the initial Thunderbolts, and this quick Easter egg and Thunderbolt Ross overseeing the raft all led to speculation of the formation of this possible team. It sold 39 copies, had a seven-day trend of 106%, and had a high sale of $1,100 for a CGC 9.8. Man, so this will be cool. You know, you're stacking up a lot of characters here um, for Thunderbolts. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was pretty bummed to see, and I won't name him, I guess, to see a certain character die. Because I kind of thought he would have been a good addition. Spoilers are over at this point. It's almost, it's been, you know... Okay, so yeah, I was bummed to see um, fucking GSP die. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. We won't name the characters in case nobody follows oh, MMA. Well, I just did. <laughs> I just did. But uh, yeah, but um, but you know what? It, it's interesting. Like in the world of comic book collecting, speculating, and flipping, or whatnot, even though this the Thunderbolts team uh, that's being assembled for the MCU doesn't resemble anything like the Thunderbolts mm-hmm. team in the comics. It doesn't matter. It's it's the name, right? People are going to say, I don't care. It's We're going for the Thunderbolts name. So right. there you go, man. I mean, this is one that everybody should have had from the 90s when everything was big. And Thunderbolts at a time was pretty big, um, you know, for until it was finally revealed what they all were. And then half of them were bad guys. And I remember some of them were like, you know what? Hey, I, I want to be a good guy. Remember, yeah. as I, I'm trying to remember the storyline. Like some of them were like, were, were basking in the glow of herodom and say, decide, you know what? I want to continue to be a hero. And when some were like, nah, man, I'm just in it for some money. I'm just a bad guy. So there you go. Number 10 on the list is Incredible Hulk number 449 from 1997. And another one, you guess it. Number nine on the list is Astonishing X-Men. Number six, it was recently announced that Amelia Clark, 
will be joining the MCU via Secret Invasion. Heavy speculation immediately pointed to Abigail Brand, though there is nothing confirmed. This issue marks both her first full appearance and the first mention of S.W.O.R.D., who appeared in the MCU in Captain Marvel at the end of Captain Marvel, and obviously S.W.O.R.D. was heavily featured in uh, WandaVision. The speculation sold 36 copies at a 72 and a 253%, a higher sale of 350. We had Abigail Band on a long term spec list. Yep. Um, good Lord, maybe last year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think she's we did coming. a whole spec on Sword, in fact. Yeah, we had, we had a whole spec yeah. on Sword. It was Abigail Brand. It was Jessica Drew. Um, so, you know, Manimal and I were just talking off offline, like who we think. She could be playing. I, you know, I don't know Amelia. She seems like a pretty big name right now in Hollywood, yeah. right? Do, do you attach her to Abigail Brand, or do you maybe <sighs> Jessica Drew? Who do you think? I, you know, I'll tell you what. Just to kind of promote a little bit here, since Justin's not here, um, if you want to see who I think she's playing, listen to the latest episode of the Comic Con podcast, and there that'll you tell you. We talk about this specifically about Amelia Clark in the MCU and who we think she might be. Um, but something interesting about Abigail Brand that a lot of people forget is she's actually a mutant. So yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, you see a, you see Amelia Br- or Abigail Brand show up. We're now talking mutants. We still haven't seen our first mutant show up in the MCU yet. So yeah, I mean, nothing. Uh, people are using process of elimination, perhaps, or I also think people are priced out of Jessica Drew at this point. You know right. what I'm saying? The first appearance is Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, who I think is another good candidate that she can play, or I won't. Watch the Comic-Con podcast and you'll figure it out, boys. Check it so, out. Yeah, check it out. Um, channel. Uh, so number nine on the list is Astonishing X-Men number six from 2004. Next up on the list, number eight is, look at that, one of my favorite runs, man. Yeah, Iron so number Fist. eight, we got Iron Fist, the living weapon number one from back in 2014. So this issue features the first appearance of Pei, who is the youngest person to ever bear the mark of the Iron Fist. Strong speculation alludes to Pei taking on the official mantle of the Iron Fist. It sold 34 copies, had a seven-day trend of 308%, and had a high sale of $40 for a raw copy. Yeah. So, so I didn't see her in the trailer. There's no, there's nothing about the script that's been leaked. I mean, but it's a great spec book because it's cheap right now. The entire mm-hmm. run is actually a great read. Um, one of uh, This is one of the more recent tellings of it, but I would say the last few runs of Iron Fist have been fantastic. Like the, the eight weapons from all the different cities and everything, they've really done it. Well, I don't know. I don't don't know why they can't just keep it going. Why it, you know, it's just like, it has like a 20 issue run, 25 issue run. Maybe that's just a thing nowadays. There's characters like that. Like the immortal Iron Fist, there's characters like that who just don't, they can't hold like their solo title for long. I mean, black Panther is one of them as well. That just cannot hold a solo title for a long time. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, there is a lot of appeal to these characters, but it's almost like they run out of ideas with these. Well, guys. I think it's good. I think uh, writers who have told their story and they're like, look, I'm done, man. I, there's, I don't have anything else. I don't think right. you should force the issue like we did in the past where we have runs of like 300 issues, right? It's better True. just, hey, I finished my arc in 20 issues and that's it. We'll just do it again. So whenever yeah, I'm ready. Team. And- yeah. Yeah, and so, and also, we also know number one issue sell, right? (laughs) Yeah, Marvel is, is, that's their go-to move, is to redo every title to a number one issue. But, I mean, in the Iron Fist, just the last, what, maybe decade or so of Iron Fist stories, there's tons of first appearances. Mm, And a lot of these respect also during the Iron Fist series, 
Wendell, uh, what's his name? The the Iron Fist with the two guns. That's the yeah. dude I want to see, man. Oh, that yeah. dude is badass. Wendell Rand, yeah. Wendell Rand basically channels his chi through his two guns and he shoots Iron Fist bullets, essentially. <laughs> um, yeah. But also there's that chick who is, I believe is, her name is Ao or Ao Shi or something like that. She is the pirate princess or pirate queen yeah was the first ever female iron fist because iron fist is a mantle like the sorcerer supreme so it's it's had a long lineage and we talked about this before so there's you know i think this is just the spec of the week or spec of the the moment you know since everybody else is specking all the other iron fist characters but i remember reading this one and pay is the like the young girl who comes into danny rand's world and he pl- plays a protector with her but you know we shall see, man. I mean, um, I would think, um, you know, that with seeing Shang-Chi, people are expecting, because I think what it was is that shot in the Shang-Chi trailer, excuse me, where you saw, um, what's his name, Wing Wu, fighting a female with, with the Iron Fist colors, mm-hmm. green and yellow, right? I mean, so that tells you that could be one of the first Iron Fists, but not Pei, because Pay was actually in the modern telling of it. So, like, literally, this was from 2014. So, um, who know? I know. Hey, if it's cheap, get it. That almost looks like a scene from Flying Dragon or Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes, yes, it looked dope. So, oh man, I was so stoked. And that's only the teaser. So I can't wait to see that. That's wild. Like a two minute, three minute teaser. That's great. I'm just saying, man. First, this year we're going to, we got Mortal Kombat. Then we're going to have Shang-Chi. Warrior on Cinemax has now been renewed for season three on HBO Max. If you haven't seen Warrior, go peep that out. Some great, finally. Hollywood knows how to do some martial arts scenes. You know what I'm saying? Thank God for the raid and then John Wick for kind of keeping the genre going. Because uh, if you don't think John Wick is probably the most realistic of the martial arts. If you see what Keanu Reeves training going through, like weapons training, jujitsu training, every, all the training he does. Yeah, that dude is 55 years old. He is four. He is four years older than me. And I would probably be iced down for two weeks if I did any mm-hmm. of the stuff that he did. But then again, you know. He's just, he's an actor all day, so he could pay, you know he pays trainers and shit. If I, he's got the money. Exactly. If I were to not work and just hire a personal trainer, you know what? I'd still be on the couch, man. <laughs> number eight on the list is Iron Fist, the living weapon, number one from 2014. If you've been playing at home, that is four Marvel books so, so far. And guess what? Number seven is another Marvel book. That's right. Iron. This is the uh, Captain America number 25. The South Korean Winter Soldier is now Captain America and a Winter Soldier. If you paid attention at the very end credits, and you know how it normally showed up as the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it very snugly just said the Captain America and a Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. The cover asked the same question we did throughout the series. Who is the new Captain America? And we now know. Anthony Mackie did a great job of throwing speculators off the scent despite plenty of clues leading into Sam taking on Captain America mantle. I think we all knew he was going to be Captain oh, yeah. America. There yeah, was no so. doubt. Yeah, um, the series and uh, the series and episode can put, cemented this issue into a must-have. Hence, driving sales way up. It sold 120 copies at a seven-trend, seven-day trend of 130 percent and a high sale, $660 for a 9.8. And guess what? We just got an announcement that Sam Wilson will be back as Captain America in Captain America Four on the big screen. So I don't think this book is going anywhere. If anything. It's going to be off this list because it's going to be probably be priced out. So what I'm hearing is he's going to be definitely taking over maybe another trilogy of Captain America films on the big screen. Um, What I was speculating on with uh, Mikey Sutton on another show was we were talking about how we think 
Joaquin Torres is definitely going to be end up being Falcon on the Disney Plus show, and perhaps oh, yeah. as his sidekick on you know um, the Captain America film. I, mean, I always say Marvel shows don't use characters' names from the comic books for no reason at all, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't just throw them away. Exactly. They don't just pull like Paul Smith for any reason. They purposely pick Joaquin Torres. They perfectly they per- purposely picked. Uh, Contessa de la Fontaine, whatever her name is, for these reasons, because they have comic book histories and have stories. And, you know, and and I almost think like Anthony Mackie did such a great job in that series. Like, it's almost like, yo, man, he's like he's box office now. He's been doing a ton of movies. But, you know, I think these guys, they they kind of build up a um, a loyalty is kind of a hard way of saying it. But, you know, appreciation to Disney for letting them have their own Disney Plus series. But right. Maybe the second season of Falcon or Captain America and a Winter Soldier, uh, maybe it'll be Patriot because there's a reason why we saw uh, Elijah Bradley as well. He's he ends up being Patriot. They could have gave them that kid a no uh, a no name, right? But they purposely made it Isaiah Bradley and his grandson Elijah Bradley, who ends up being Patriot in the Young Avengers. So all the crumbs are leading toward you know that book, Young Avengers. So I mean they're building it before I speed. Wiccan, Kate Bishop, Stature's going to be an Ant-Man. Now we have Patriot. Come on. It's only a matter of time, man. Just put the clues together and start snatching up We just need Iron young- Lad. We just need that Kang Iron Lad. That's all and we need. And you know what? That may be coming because we know Kang is right around the corner. He's already been cast at least. Oh, and Hulkling. Version. We need Hulkling too. Yeah. I think here's my guess is Hulkling will be in the Captain Marvel or, or excuse me, Secret Invasion. Or some kind of intro. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's half Kree, half scroll, right? He's not mm-hmm. really a Hulk per se. Right. Um, so there you it's go. Just, yeah. Cool. All right. Number seven on the list, Captain America, number 25 from 2014. What do you got next, Zach? Man, this is a cool one. If you ever thought this was going to show up on this list, I, I don't believe you. But we got Mar- Marvel <laughs> Comics Presents number 72 from back in 1991. So recently, there's been very unconfirmed rumors of a Wolverine anthology series for Disney+. Plus. While this news seems very premature, this news sent collectors to this first series that that dived into his origin. It sold 89 copies, had a seven-day trend of 200%, and had a high sale of $675 for a CGC 9.8. This whole run of Marvel Comics Presents, the Weapon X run, is awesome. This is a must-read if you're a Wolverine fan, for sure. Um, yeah, and yeah, great. It, yeah. When Marvel Comics Presents came out, it came out as this weird anthology series that was like cheaper than a regular comic book. I remember that. That was like the selling point for it was, hey, it's how come it's like... 50% less than the other comic books. And remember, it was always Wolverine. And then they end up using other characters as well. But it was basically Wolverine's anthology series. Mm-hmm. But I don't know a Wolverine anthology series on Disney+. Plus. I just, yeah. he's, just he's too box office, he's right? Too the, big, yeah. The actor that portrays him, they want to debut him on the big screen, right? I mean, because if you look at the Disney Plus shows, Loki's already been around. Falcon Winter Soldier, they've been around. Uh, WandaVision, they've been around. And then you look at the next tier of characters coming. Moon Knight, not your A-list, you know, uh, no offense to Moon Knight fans out there. But, you know, you also have Miss Marvel. Um, and, uh, who's the other one I'm missing here? Um, moon girl, Deva dinosaur is not, well, it's not a Disney plus, but it's more, they're more like introductory characters or newer characters. Uh, Oh, it's Kate Bishop. I'm sorry. In the Hawkeye series. Right. But Wolverine to, I don't know. Do you, and do you, and if, do you get the same actor that pl- you know, is going to portray him on the big screen and this Wolverine anthology series, it just seems like, you know, I don't right. know. I see, I could see it happening more as, like it would make more sense if honestly, like 
Okay, so X Men come out. They introduce whoever the new Wolverine is, and I hope to I hope to God that in this run of um, MCU X Men, Wolverine is not the focal point. So then you take that actor and you do uh, anthology series of him after he's been introduced. That's how I feel like he could work well. But you got to stop focusing on Wolverine as the quintessential storyline X Men. It's it's played out, man. Yeah, it's played I mean, out. Yeah, uh, we get it. You know, and plus we've had like. One, two, three, four X Men or four Wolverine movies, right? If you think about it, we kind of and they did pretty much showed his origins, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a few times. So it'd be, it's almost like one of those things where they did with Spider Man. We don't need to see Ben die again. We don't need to see Peter Parker get bit by a spider again. You know what I mean? So it'd be interesting yeah. to see where to go with this. But either way, all it takes is a little news to make things jump. And uh, this one, nine point eight for six seventy five. That really jumped. All right. So number six on the list is Marvel Comics presents. Number 72 from 1991. So if you've been playing at home, that's one, two, three, four, five, six Marvel books. What's next? Look at that. A DC book. Mm -hmm. Number five on the list is Nightwing. Number 79. This issue features the first appearance of another villain for Nightwing called Heartless. Heartless uses a specialized gun, literally, to extract the hearts pretty brutal right it sold 72 copies at a seven-day trend of 278 percent a high sale of 20 dollars for a raw copy so i always say dc when it comes to like first appearances of anybody in the bat family it always seems to sell right so this book is i'm going to be honest with you this isn't much of a first appearance this is definitely a cameo i actually just read this issue um and you see the guy in the shadows well i say guy i guess i don't know who if it's a guy or a girl it's a person in the shadows with a gun, no real picture, clear picture of what they look at. So first appearance, I don't know, man. It's kind of a stretch. If it, it, This looks more like a cameo to me. But uh, so it even could be an, a character that already exists, right? Correct. We don't know who it is. So it could be, but did they actually name the character as Heartless? No, he he says, like, I think he says the word Heartless, but. Ah. Um, just remember the last time people specked on the wrong thing in Nightwing last year. Uh, remember when uh, when they what was it like? It was a punchline related thing for on the. Remember the oh, Nightwing it was Joker War, yeah, the Joker War book, yeah, and people yeah. were speculating the wrong one. So we shall see if uh, Heartless is truly uh, here to stay or if it's somebody else. But that's pretty cool though, the gun that actually takes somebody's heart out. Did I read that right? A gun? Yeah, it's like a it's like a almost like a grappling hook thing where it just shoots say, in. That sounds kind of crazy. It carves like a hole in their chest. You know what it's like? It's like Kano ripping your heart out with like a perfect circle though. How cool was that, man? I don't care uh, what people say. I'm more about it. That was, that was fun. It. It, was, the acting it was fun. Was, the acting was rough, but I loved that movie, man. I would know some of the, like the, uh, the guy who played, uh, spoiler alert, the Scorpion was badass. He, oh, yeah. he's, he's probably great. the best actor. I mean, he's been around for decades though. Uh, Dude, but yeah, MCU, the, MCU ruined that guy. I, when I saw him, I was like, please don't waste this guy on that role. Yeah. Just to be killed by Ronan. That sucked, yeah. man. Yeah. Also, for those who don't know, he was in the last, uh, samurai with yep. Tom Cruise, but he was also in these great ninja films in the 80s with Sonny Chiba. If you know who Sonny Chiba is, that's the original Street Fighter, yo. So go look up Henry Sakata, or Sonata, I think. was He went by, his now name is Hiroku. But back then, he went by the name of Henry. And this was at the height of like Japanese martial arts films, right up there with the Shaw Brothers in like the early 80s. Where they just had like crazy, like they went like over the top, gory, bloody things. This is back in the day when you saw... 
like a limb would get chopped off and just blood would just be spewing out like a you know like somebody had mm-hmm. a spray like a, a gallons. <laughs> it was crazy man but number five on the list is nightwing number 79 what did that could be look at that we got a dc run now what's next yeah this one uh, probably shouldn't be a big surprise for most people out there we got batman Fortnite zero point number one but this is going to be the donald muster variant uh, so this new Fortnite slash Batman crossover was the hottest book of the week last week. We were in our shop as soon as the phone rang as folks called desperately looking for a copy. However, it's not the book people want. It's the exclusive Harley Quinn Rebirth skin that is only accessible with a code included within these issues. All six issues of the series will have an exclusive bonus DC-themed Fortnite digital items. These bonus items will most likely be an emote, harvesting tool, back bling, glider, and spray tag. However, they could feature more skins. And keep in mind that a second print is on the way. Would also include the same code? Yep. But don't go rushing out and buying either quite yet. Wait until the end of this show. Regardless, it sold 91 copies, had a seven-day trend of 225%, and had a high sale of $40 for a raw sealed copy. So yeah, so it's not the book. It's what's inside for Fortnite players. So some kind of an exclusive you know, add-on in your game pretty much so i don't know is this comic book spec at this point no no not at this all. is this falls into the same category i would put as that x-force book that people were getting just for the collector card right exactly right? Uh, because you know but even less think- so because it's not even a collectible at this point you know it's that's just an in-game you know item it's not really a collectible at least the cards you can present as a collectible yeah i mean it is kind of brilliant the the marketing aspect of oh it yeah because i mean if you, I don't play Fortnite, but even I know how big it is. It is a worldwide phenomenon, obviously. I mean, if you look at people streaming Fortnite, it's actually, it is people just for eight hours at a time playing Fortnite. And it's just kind of crazy. I mean, it's kind of brilliant marketing to sell some books, though. I mean, but um, I guess for those who have actually used the code, I mean, what makes you, what keeps you from just opening up the comic? Is it a scratch off or something? Or what can't you just open up the comic and get the code? I mean, is there something? Yeah, aren't, I'm, they, I'm, aren't those codes peelable, I thought? Okay, yeah, because I, I didn't know. I didn't, you know, buy it and use the thing. But uh, but apparently virtual collectibles are still collectibles. Yeah. NFTs? Well, this is an NFT. Uh, fungible, whatever the fuck. I'm telling you, 2021 has added words to my my vocabulary that I don't even understand. <laughs> but I read them and I'm just like, what? I, never, I never knew what a fungible was. Now I kind of know what it is. I still don't understand it and it's collectability. But... I know it's selling for big dollars and now people are selling art and there's a stamp that says you are the owner of a meme or a gift or something. I'm telling you, it's only a matter of time before comic books become a trading commodity where there's yeah. like a stock market of comic books. It's just- But if I run into you on the street and you're like, hey, I got that Harley Quinn Rebirth skin. You want to see it? And I got to come to your house and you got to power up your Xbox and turn on Fortnite to show me that shit ain't a collectible. <laughs> yeah, so I meant, but you know, if it's okay, so Harley Quinn skin. I don't know how many other characters there are, but can you imagine a Batman skin for Fortnite? Oh, yeah, I think there's already been a Batman skin. Oh, has there been? Before. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was so. just thinking about who else a bigger character than Harley Quinn uh, that they could use, right? Just think of that, you know. And you know it. So mm-hmm. and you know, I could already see the minds of the marketing folks over at Warner Publishing and and DC saying, hey. We got a lot of sales with this. Maybe we should uh, try this again. So uh, you know what? You may see it in another month or so. I don't. Maybe they already did. I don't know. Uh, but it's pretty interesting. So number four on the list is Batman Fortnite zero point number one, the Donald Mustard variant. And of course, number three has to be 
Batman Fortnite zero point number one, the Kenneth Roquefort variant, and um, all the above what Manimal just said. And for those who haven't been paying attention, yes, Fortnite is still a thing. And yes, all these covers, yes, all the covers contain the same code. This one sold 147 copies at a seven day trend of 246% at a high sale of $50 for a raw copy. So really the variant doesn't matter. You can buy any of the covers and they all have the code. So I don't, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. I don't understand why one, you know, one was more popular than the other. I don't know. Maybe people thought it, but um I don't know. We shall see. It's just one of those things, man. It's going to come and go. Uh, but Fortnite players are serious, though. That's one thing. It's, 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 we've been saying this for weeks, man. There are other spheres of geekdom that are coming into the comics world, be it trading card guys or be it you know NFT people or whoever. Right. They're seeing what the next collectible they can do to flip. And so I don't think there's going to be a bubble, but I think eventually there will be a correction. And these kind of weekly books that you see out there, they show up maybe once, maybe twice for the next couple of weeks, and then they disappear. So just, you know, like the top 10 that we did earlier, those Captain America books, they started, you know, the last couple of weeks, they were number one, then number two, number two. So that you can see how the gradual progression of they were, you know, selling, selling, selling. And eventually... They all sell out, right? And there's not that many copies selling anymore. And it no longer appears on this list because there's so many for sale anymore uh, that people are willing to pay a price for. So number three in the list is Batman Zero Fortnite Zero <laughs> Point. Number one, the Kenneth Roquefort variant. What do we got for number two? Two, two. Number two, we got Convergence. Holy Superman, shit, never thought I'd see a Convergence two. book on this list. Right, I, dude. Convergence was a tough read too, by the it way. It was. Like, man. So anyway, this issue features the first appearance of Jonathan Kent, later Superboy, as a baby on two pages. This issue is trending among the news that Superman will be canceled at DC and replaced with Superman, son of Kal-El, with John Kent as the star. John's first full appearance as a child is in Superman, Lois and Clark, number one, and then first in costume in Superman, volume four, number two, and officially introduced as Superboy in Superman, volume four, number six. It sold 36 copies, had a seven-day trend of 1,284%, and had a high sale of $170 for CGC 9.8. Bro, that means this book was selling for like negative 25 cents. If it it had a trend of uh, over 1,000% and a high sale of 175, this was, nobody was really cared about this book, but... um, yeah, that's interesting. And uh, just by you reading that, it had me confused already. Like, right. what? First appearance of a baby, first appearance of them sh- in the belly. I mean, it's just like, you know. Well, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Cable, you know. First appearance is Cable is a baby, grown oh, Cable, geez, yeah. kid Cable. You know what I mean? It's just, look, if, you, if you're canceling Superman and your new title is Superman, son of Kal-El, like the, even the title of your, your new run is the name of the guy you're replacing, you didn't really replace him. Yeah, I mean, he's still there. I just think, you know, they. I think DC has a Superman problem, per se, right? It doesn't really, it's not. It's hard. Yeah, he's too powerful, and Superman books just don't sell, like like Batman books. Anything Batman, always in the top 10, right? If you look at. um, our friends at Comic Con and they do their their monthly sales and you always see like a Batman book is always in like the top ten and number mm-hmm. one issues are always in the top ten and number and the first of you know event issues are always in the top ten but there you go I so say, I will say um, Brian Michael Bendis's run that Man of Steel six issue was good and then the Superman ongoing that he wrote was good I wasn't so much of a fan of the action comics run he was doing but 
his Superman run was actually pretty good. And, you know, it did have a lot to do, honestly, with Superboy. The Jonathan King character has changed the game a little bit for Superman. So, yeah, my favorite Superman stories have always been like Elseworld stories, like Speeding Bullets, one of my favorite uh, stories about Superman slash Batman. And, of course, the 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 what's the name of the Russian Superman one? Uh, the, the Red Sun? Yeah, the Red Sun was yeah. a great read as well. I mean, they kind of truncated it for the animated film, but if you ever read the Red Sun, it's also a fantastic read. That's why I'm like, Elseworlds versions of Superman stories are, to me are seem more accessible. I, I think at some point they have to, and you know, DC fans are probably going to destroy me for this, but they have to depower him a bit. He's a little bit too powerful. You know what I mean? I mean, who do you, I mean, who can you have as your arch nemesis? You have to, you know, besides Darkseid. Right. And Lex Luthor, he kills him, you know, gets him with his brain, right? I mean, he's, he just outsmarts him, you know, after a while. But th- I think that's why Batman sells so well, because Batman has a lot more vulnerabilities, right? Although yeah. he's very, his mind is very strong. He's a great detective, but he's still just a he's billionaire. He's a cast also. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, you know, there's so much you can do. I mean, the, the fact that Warner Brothers can't make a Superman franchise of movies just baffles my mind. Like um, we're getting a second Aquaman movie. We're getting a fucking hour man movie, but we can't get another Superman movie. That's just, but there's iterations of all over the CW. Right. So yeah. there's, um, have you, what was that? What is it called? Smallville? No, the new one. Uh, oh yeah. Superman, Superman and, Super- and Lois and Clark or Lo- yeah. yeah. Superman and Lois. You notice nobody specs on the CW stuff, though, right? Nah, I mean, yeah, not people really, learned their no. lesson with the Flash yeah. stuff. I meant, you know, when Tiger, when uh, what was the name of that shark uh, that was in Suicide King Squad? King Shark. When King Shark appeared on, he was on the CW Flash. Remember that? Yeah. Nobody cared. Boom! He shows up on Suicide Squad. People lose their freaking minds, and that book was all over the top ten list. But it's just. Uh, be careful on the spec on the you know on CW stuff. Maybe hopefully HBO Max will change that because now they have a um their their version of Disney Plus because we've seen the Disney Plus stuff affect the market. And I had I had talked about this like last year before Disney Plus even launched. I said I thought that Disney Plus would change the way we spec TV series because up to that point, even Marvel, DC, and Marvel TV shows really didn't affect the comic book market at all. Or maybe it's a combination of streaming services, better quality, higher budgets, as well yeah. as uh, as the new, I guess the color collector, the pandemic era collector since 2020, where things just get overly priced. So, but you know, I think it's, already- also, it's hard to, I know it's, it's typically you say Disney plus and you say TV shows, but those aren't really TV shows. Exactly. Yeah. And neither is what- like the Netflix stuff, but like CW and the in the um, ABC, those, Agents those are of definitely Shield TV stuff. shows. Yeah, yeah, those are TV shows. Yeah, because uh, the last episode of Falcon Winter Soldier, that looked like it cost a lot of money. Just the oh, scenes yeah. with like Falcon, fly, or excuse me, Captain America flying around and the helicopter. That was like, wow, they spent a lot of money on this. Um, and then you compare it to like Agent Shield, like God damn, what the fuck? I went from night and day, man. Like mm-hmm. the only good season of that you get to tell Agent Shield spent a lot of money was the season of Ghost Rider. Uh, when and yeah. and they and they used up so much of the budget they had to do they had to get rid of the character it was like it cost too much for them to do the character so so number two on the list convergence Superman number two from 2015 that leaves us to our number one spot boys and girls and that is you guess it another Fortnite book Batman Fortnite zero point number one cover A and finally with a huge 
389 copies sold and a seven-day trend of 220% had a high sale of $52 for raw copy. Keep in mind, all the covers have dropped in price to about $20 since then. And then as tease for all you uh, Fortnite players out there, there are looking, all you Fortnite players out there that are looking for a code. They're also available to be paid subscribers to DC Infinite, DC's monthly comic book subscription. Uh, for about $7.99 a month or $75 a year. So you can actually go on to DC Infinite and get that code if you missed out on the comic book. So I guess that kind of makes, I don't, I'm not going to make any, I'm not going to cast any aspersions for the people who paid so much to heaven when you could have paid the, the DC Infinite. But anyway, note, the code is not available on Comixology though. If you notice, the code sells for the same price as the comic, duh. With more, with five more bonus DC themed Fortnite digital items coming. There we go. We just talked about it. Um, also, there's an extra bonus item that, that that's not widely talked about. If you redeem all six codes from issue one to six, you'll unlock an armored Batman Zero outfit. So five more. So five more items plus a limited bonus skin. The subscription will pay for itself and then some. While the news is a little too late for those who pay $52 for a book, <laughs> hopefully this helps in the future with all the codes. So basically, I, if I'm reading that right, this is going to be a six-issue run. Each yeah. issue is going to have a code. And then once you put all those codes together, you're going to get a cool Batman armored skin. Voltron. Right? Or you can sign up for DC Infinite for $7.99 a month and get the same codes. Uh, so it's up to you uh how you want to play that but um so i think for the next uh six months or however this book may uh, appear on this list a few more times issue two because of that because the fortnite players or whenever somebody finds out that you can actually just sign up to dc uh infinite and get the code that way as well but um i don't think they should have disclosed that part huh they should have kept that a secret and make people buy their books for them uh from them so so all together if you played the Marvel over, you won. We had six Marvel books and five DC books. First time in a long time that um, it's just been the big two, man. That's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of nuts when you think about it. When this has been like the year of the independent comic, right? I mean, yeah. all these, especially every with so many number one issues come out and people are just clamoring for them. But uh, it's kind of cool to just see, hey, just Marvel and DC, and um, and you know, it's not just. But what saddens me is that these indie books i think people are just buying issue number one and right. not continuing to buy the whole series which Unless hurts that idea because you have to buy them all i, I get yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> but you know it kind of sucks for the creator because they have these inflated hopes you know that like, oh yeah my and then issue cut issue two comes out it's under ordered and you know it's sitting on the shelf so um you know so hey man support your creators if you're gonna buy issue one buy you know buy all two issues or three issues or, or ten issues or in the case of fortnite there's going to be six issues, so we shall see. So uh, we'll see how many people really are that hardcore in getting that Batman uh, armored suit for Fortnite. I think it'll happen because uh, I don't play Fortnite, but I know people who play Fortnite. I know kids who play Fortnite, and it it's a drug. They are addicted to it. No, I don't cast any aspersions. Everybody's got their own thing. I used to play Quake like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's how old Quake. I am. Wow, I, used to Qu- I used to use a, Qu- a Quake reference. Yeah, man. That and uh, StarCraft. There you go. That was, that was my stilo back yeah. in the day, man. Oh, yeah. But uh, thank you guys all for joining us. Um, we'll be back Thursday for the Shakers list. Make sure you check out Comic or KRS Comics tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific, 
12 noon. This bad boy, Clayton Crane exclusive variant, is going to drop on krscomics.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off. I guarantee I, this will sell out. Um, I definitely, the Virgin variant will sell out. But, you know, anytime Clayton Crane does a variant, put that together with Boba Fett. First issue, it's bound to happen, man. Playing Crane is hot. There's a certain artist you know when they do a variant and it's a number one issue, it's going to jump off. So make sure, check out our friends at KRS Comics, 9 a.m. Pacific tomorrow, noon Eastern. Uh, this drops, and you can also use LOTLB discount on any of the books on the KRS Comics exclusive website. Until then, so uh, any last words, Zach? No, thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, check out the Comic Con podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And um, we'll see you next week for sure. That's right, boys and girls. Uh, We'll see you on Thursday for the Shakers list. Until next time, boys and girls, uh, smash, subscribe, all that good stuff, and uh, keep digging in the long boxes. Peace out. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town, come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord